0: Because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise here from Balance Me Coaching. I help women in Burnett create a more balanced lifestyle. And today I'm going to talk about self-care. What is self-care? Well, self-care is taking care of yourself. Easily said, but sometimes we ignore caring for ourselves. With our own long hours, our commitments, our to-do lists, and putting too much on our plates, we never have enough hours in the day. We're all, we've are all we all been there. I do it all the time, too. Well, I'm going to start with what happens when you don't take care of yourself. Burnout, chronic stress. I am a burnout coach, and I integrate self-care into busy schedules and lifestyles. What are the symptoms of chronic stress and burnout? Well, it's fatigue, exhaustion, irritability. You're unproductive. You are at the end of your rope. You have that feeling that you don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. And when you're unproductive, you start working longer hours because you're not getting as much done because you start making mistakes. And in the end, you really become unproductive. Okay, what can you do to integrate self-care? Well, it doesn't mean you need to take a weekend spa with the girlfriends, but that's great. That's fun. That's nice. You don't have to book a whole day spa treatment. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is taking smaller breaks at regular intervals. If you manage your own schedule, book yourself in for a few breaks. What I do with my schedule is I book slots of time. So if I'm working on a project, I'll book 60, 90 minute time slots, and then I add a half an hour block for myself to rejuvenate and you can do self-care on a fancy level but you know what even if you just switch things up like if you're working at a desk and you're constantly on the computer you know what sometimes my break is just getting up moving around washing the dishes maybe even doing laundry it's just switching things up so that your mind can take a break on that focus mode that stressful focus mode sometimes And it gives our bodies and mind a chance to rejuvenate. And it's so, so important. We all want to be productive, efficient, and effective in all aspects of our lives. But bottom line, when we overextend ourselves, we burn ourselves out. Now, working with women in burnout, I've seen some women in pretty bad shape. And I don't want to scare you. Some people get to the point where they're living extreme stress. And this can cause major physical and mental damage And sometimes it's irreversible. So please keep an eye on your health. Now, if you want to create a more balanced lifestyle, then a decision needs to be made. Are you willing to make the changes in your life? Do you want this change? You know, how important is your health to you? How far do you want to push yourself before you need to make a change? I mean, I had a woman contact me. She had three jobs. I don't know, two or three kids. No help, no sleep, stressed out. But she wasn't ready to make any changes, you know, and I felt for her so much because I was like that too. I ended up being really, getting really, really sick and I'm in bed. So I had no choice but to listen to my body. You know, there was one time where I kept feeling sick and kept feeling sick and I go into the doctor's office. Well, you know, I was working 60 to 80 hours a week, going to school and time I could go out with my friends, I was out partying. I felt invincible. And then until it hit me and it was bam, that's what it was. It was done. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing to help women take more control of their lives, their energy, and to live a happy, more relaxed lifestyle. Now, one thing I want to mention here is being in stress is addictive. I was always on this high, the next deadline, the next project, that buzz, that feeling, the challenge on getting everything done perfectly. And it's just such a, for me, it was such a, an accomplishment, I was addicted to that stress. And I would work, work, work like a maniac. Uh, I did event planning. The last few weeks before a conference is just crazy. It's last minute setups, last minute people, getting your volunteers organized, last minute registrations. And at one conference, at the last minute, for some reason, I got a box of registration. Now, at this point, I was already at capacity at the venue I had, And it was a medical conference. I really, it would not have been politically correct to take that box of registration and send it back to the hospitals and say, no, your staff cannot come. So I had to move the conference. I had to move the whole thing. I had to phone all the registrants. I had to deal with the caterers, plus the volunteers, plus the people that were supplying, doing different supplies. It was crazy. And I got like 24 hours to do this. And you know what, Miss Little Efficient Denise? I did it. I got it done. I was a crazy woman. I had people working for me, but I was the crazy woman. I loved it. I loved the adrenaline. And now during every conference I had, I would develop pneumonia. And that was my thing. During each conference that I was working on, I had pneumonia. It was crazy. And what I would do is I would work like a maniac. And then I would finish up my work and I would head down to Barbados. The first three or four days when I was down in Barbados, I was a zombie. I, wouldn't, I couldn't even talk to people. I needed to catch up on my sleep. The Bayesians down there were wondering what was wrong with me because normal people who come on vacation are excited to be on vacation. They can't wait to get there. and They want to do things. I was the absolute opposite. I was like, I need to chill. I need to sleep. I can't talk to anybody. I didn't even have the energy to hold a conversation. As I'm teaching you here, this is not the way to live. Now, creating this balance sometimes is not easy. So a lot of women I've worked with tend to have underlying beliefs or underlying commitments or imprints or whatever you want to call it. Now, the biggest one I see with my clients is deep down, you don't feel worthy. Um, it's a big reason why women put themselves last. This is where a coach or a therapist would help getting down to the root of the belief and changing that perspective. Because if you don't feel you're worthy, you don't put yourself first, your needs and your needs are put on the second or third rung of the ladder. You don't take care of yourself properly and you end up with chronic stress. You end up burning out. Bottom line, you end up getting sick. So now the fun part. So what can we do for self-care? Sleeping is one of the most important We hear this so much, we need our sleep, we need our sleep, it loses its importance, but you know what, it's extremely important. And a lot of times, you know, you're off to bed, and you're going, well, let me send this one last email, and then I'll sleep. But in reality, you get to the computer, you start sending that email, then you notice something else, and you go down that rabbit hole. Or another one, let me watch this one last episode, and then I'll sleep. And they always leave you on that cliffhanger. So you're sitting there with that cliffhanger. Well, next thing you know, you got to watch the next episode. Just things to keep aware of. Learning to wind down, you know, getting away from the electronics, getting slowly into your, your body ready for rest and sleep. You can do some meditation. You can do some reading, fun reading, not extreme reading. You know, have a nice herbal cup of tea or just sit there, relax and quiet. And just get your body ready for sleep. Hey ladies, eating healthy is another way of taking care of yourself. When we're stressed and we work as crazy people, our eating habits tend to suffer. We resort to quick meals as we either don't have the time or the energy to cook. Or we didn't have time to go to the grocery store. You know, just become aware of what you're eating. Grab and go is a no. And try as much as possible to stick to real food. And another thing is eat. You know, a lot of times we don't eat when we're in stress or when we're on a project or we're working and working and working. And I myself have done this so many times too. You get reminded to eat when that lingering headache starts and then you go, oh no, what time is it? I haven't eaten anything today. Be aware of your eating habits because it is very important for your body. And now you know what I do when I do do my chunk in time. So if I'm doing a project for 60 minutes or 90 minutes, and in that half an hour I take my lunch, I create myself a nice healthy meal. doesn't have to be complex. Easy meals are the way to go, or even leftovers. But I take the time out to actually sit and enjoy my food. And I sit with this for a while. And my nutritionist has told me that it's part of the process of digestion. If you're just shoving food in your mouth, your body is not ready for the digestion part of it. So it's another thing to keep in mind. Now I'm going to do fun stuff. Now I'm going to go through a list of things that you can integrate easily into your life to create some self-care. Meditation. There are a lot of different kinds of meditation you can use. I myself use guided meditation because a lot of times if I do my own meditation, I tend to wander off my thoughts or thinking about work or thinking about things I'm missing. But with guided meditation, what happens to me is that I do sometimes bounce around with the thoughts, but then I start listening to the meditation and getting back on track. Yoga. Yoga is a wonderful way to stretch your body, move your body. And there are a lot of different kinds of yoga. You know, there's the lying down type of yoga. I'm not going to get into the types because I have a yoga master that works and balances me, and she's the expert. But there are a lot of different kinds of yoga that you can try. And even if you're just going to be stretching, you know, stretch your body, stretch your back, move around a little bit, take a walk. You know, if it's a nice day out and you've got a nice place to go, take that walk. Be social, you know, get in touch with friends and family. I know things are different now with the pandemic. Even just picking up the phone, it changes that routine that you're in. Quiet time. Outside time, peaceful time, just sitting quietly in a chair somewhere and just letting your thoughts just relax. Reading. I love to read for relaxation. And what I do now is that there's certain things I want to read. And I'm still a paper reader, but I just mark areas or things or articles that I want to read that are quick. So I'm not, you know, reading a whole book on my break, but just certain things I want to read. And it's funny because I, I have a few books, and every time I open it up, it's the subject that I'm dealing with at the moment, and I read that chapter, and then I go do something else. Now, as I mentioned earlier, to switch it up. Hmm, Denise, what does that mean? Well, if you're sitting at a desk, move it. Get up and move. If you are working at a physical job, sit down, relax. Just switching things up makes a big difference. Exercise, you know, if you're big on the exercise... Take a, take a break. Do some exercise. One that I love to do is music. Blast those great tunes that you love. Whether it's a, it's a song that relaxes you, whether it's a song that pumps you up, dance with it. Whether you're sitting there enjoying the song, quiet song, or whether you're bouncing around enjoying the dancing of the song. Breathing exercises and breath work are extremely amazing. You know, there's certain kinds of breath work that you can do that actually gives you energy. And because of the amount of oxygen in your body, you're just vibrated. It's wonderful. Creative time is good as well. You know, if you like to paint or if you just want to do something creative, you know, the adult coloring books have come back into fashion, which is great because it's something that you're doing where you can see your results and it's fun to do. I love gardening. Gardening is one of my favorite passions. You know, going out and just doing a little bit of weeding or planting or whatever, taking that break. Taking a nap, you know, some people can take short naps. Me, I can't do that. If I'm down, I'm down for the count. So, But some people can take a 20-minute nap or half an hour nap. Go for it. You know, any hobbies that you have, knitting, jewelry making, you know, whatever it is, beekeeping. Take time out for your hobbies. Or possibly, you know, it's a nice day out and you want to go for a fun drive. Things like that are good to break up your day. Cooking. Cooking is another thing. Make yourself something nice and healthy to eat. I love making soup during the day when I, when it's a colder day and having it on and you can smell it. It's awesome. Gratitude practices. Now gratitude practices is not living in the want, but living in the have. And I'm going to be covering this in my next article, and I've actually got an interview lined up with a gratitude expert. But just taking that time out and thinking of maybe five or ten things that you're grateful for. Get that feeling for myself. I love where I live, so I'm grateful for what I live, and I'm grateful for the country I live in, and I'm grateful for the friends and family in my life. Now, self-care is not being selfish. It's taking care of yourself. If you ignore your body and your mind, you'll eventually slide into burnout. And as you know, I've mentioned it so many times, which is quite dangerous. Now, if you're wondering how you can start incorporating self-care into your life, the biggest thing, schedule it in. When you're creating your calendar, set aside 15-minute slots or half an hour slots where you can do little things just to rejuvenate yourself. Or you can dedicate a certain time. Well, time is one of the ones. At noon, I'll make myself a nice lunch. I'll maybe go for a walk. Or at 2 o'clock, I'll take a break. And you can do it that way. Or what I like to do is I batch things together. So I have a, a routine list of things I do on a daily basis. And after I finish that chunk of work, I'll take a half an hour out and do things for myself. And then I will start again on my next batch of tasks to do. Now, sometimes we feel guilty in taking this time to care for ourselves, but think about it. If we don't take care of ourselves, we will eventually become overly stressed and possibly go into burnout. Now, if we lead an unhealthy, stressful life, bottom line, we will get sick. Think about what you will lose then. I know when I went through it, I was bedridden. I could not function at all, so I could not go to work. I was no good in a relationship. I couldn't even walk the dog. So now closing on this topic, be good to yourself. Take time regularly to self-care. Your mind and body will thank you for it. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.